0: Hey there, my fellow distanced fellows. This is Peyton Zignego here with COVID Operation to bring you your daily dose of cheer. happy friday i certainly hope you've been having a good week and i hope that the weekend brings even more joy or at least brings in some joy if you haven't been having the best week which i apologize for even though i'm not well probably not the cause of it at least hopefully not the cause of your bad week although i certainly hope it does turn around for you if it hasn't been the best but now you know i would like to say that at least, Tapioca has had a fantastic Friday, which I think can bring us all a little bit of joy. See, if this were a D&D game, Tapioca would have rolled a 20 on today. If you don't understand D&D references, then first of all, I'm sorry. And second of all, well, basically you roll a D20, a 20-sided die, and then the number that appears on that die from 1 to 20 really says how good you're gonna do at something. It is a fairly simple system to comprehend, but does make me sound like a giant nerd, which I am, and I wholeheartedly accept that title, but you know, here I am making my D&D references, so... Anyway, yes, tapioca had a fantastic day today, and that is because we discovered a sort of hidden stash of hers that was under my nightstand. Apparently, every time she lost one of her Nerf bullets, which are her favorite toy for some odd reason, that's where they were going. I didn't realize this until she was sitting there digging and pawing at the space under my nightstand for quite a while and making lots of noises, and I was like, I don't really understand what you want because you're not using your words like we talked about, right, tapioca? But no, eventually we got it figured out thanks to using the flashlight on my phone and a tape measure to get everything out that we finally figured out what it was she was looking for. So it took me and my mom and a tape measure about five or six minutes to dig everything out from under the nightstand. But in the end, we got out five of her lost Nerf bullets and a few varieties of other little trinkets that she had put under my nightstand at some point. I don't know if she was storing them there and then couldn't get them out or if she just genuinely lost them under there, but it seemed like a weird spot to have just accidentally misplaced so many items. So in my opinion, it was a bit purposeful on her end and she just didn't think about the consequences. However, she was very pleased to have all of her stuff back and very, very pleased to have more Nerf bullets to play with because she loves them, but she's not very gentle with them. So they break apart and then there's little blue bits everywhere. Now, is this probably the best toy for a cat? Probably not but she just loves them so much that I feel bad not giving them to her. In fact, she doesn't even eat them. She just carries them around, and when the bits break off, she just leaves them be. Now, this does mean that there are lots of little blue Nerf bullet pieces scattered about our house, but it's a small price to pay for Tapioca's happiness, and they're pretty easily vacuumed up. So, really, not that bad after all. Now, also underneath the nightstand were a collection of small little toys, as I mentioned. I found out that these were all stolen from one of my brothers, rooms because he had a box of what he would call treasures, which were just basically the things you would get out of gumball machines in a little stash in his room, and Tapioca had been taking her pick and storing them under my nightstand. So they were reunited at last, and I think he was very grateful for their safe return. Well, safe as in they were covered in cat hair and had a few holes in them, but safe nonetheless. They were still in one piece at least. Now, going back to D&D, you know, it's funny that I bring that up because I have more tapioca stories, which are something that you guys want and I'm here to deliver upon. And also, even if you don't think you want more tapioca stories, you most definitely do. So tapioca actually loves dice, which is very interesting because I don't know why she would like them. I mean, they kind of fit into her category of liking little things she can carry around and bat with, but I wouldn't have picked dice to be something, especially because they're hard and she can't really bite into them. However, she really likes them, and so this makes it a bit difficult when I have my friends over, or when I would have had my friends over. haven't had D&D at my house in a while because of all of what's going on, but when we did get together when we could, we would have our dice out, naturally, because to play Dungeons and Dragons, you need lots of dice. Now, there are seven dice in sets, typically, because there are seven types of dice that you play D&D with. Of course, I won't get into specifics, but this means that if there are about four of us playing D&D, each of us with then seven dice times however many sets we have, because all of us, of course, have more than one set of dice, there's a lot of dice. And this means Tapioca has her fill. It is a playground of her to pick and choose with what she wants, and she has different colors and varieties of dice, some of them have little sparkles, and some of them are solid color. I think one of us even might have a metal set or two. So really it is her world to explore and play with. And explore and play she does. Now there have been several occasions in which we have invited her onto the table, or she has invited herself onto the table, and has selected perhaps a dice to play with, and we completely allow it, because it is adorable to have a cat rolling for your stealth checks and whatnot, and even more adorable if she's rolling for damage, and best of all, most adorablest of all, if she rolls high. Because as I stated before, if you don't know about D&D, the higher you roll, typically the better you're doing. So yes, we let her onto the table, and we let her do our rolls, and it makes her very happy, and then the dice roll. roll off the table because she is a cat and she is batting at them, which is admittedly the cutest thing ever. Unfortunately, her method of rolling is not very conducive to keeping things on the table, and that's okay. We can always pick them up, but sometimes she would bat them off the table, and then she would decide that she was not, in fact, here to play our games, but here to rob us blind. So she would pick up our dice in her mouth and run away. She can only carry one dice at a time, usually, and I think the D20s are her favorite, which are the 20-sided die, and she would just pick them up and sprint away. Now, it is very fun to chase your cat, and also a little terrifying because you kind of don't want her to try to swallow it, which she never has, but I don't know, she's a wild card man, she already took a dice, rolls a nat 20, and then sprints off with it. I mean, she knows what she's doing, clearly, and she is a mastermind, but honestly, we all want our dice back because those sets of seven are so very important to have all of them. Now, I will do a little tangent here and say that we all color code our dice to our characters, and I have been a victim of seeing a very beautiful set in a shop that would just go so perfectly with the character I just made and so I of course have to have them which is how I ended up with I think eight sets of dice as of now and I of course plan on getting more but thankfully I do have dice that match my current character so I don't have an obsessive need to get more at the moment but it'll come I'm very sure especially if I see very cool ones on the internet then you know what There we go, I have to buy them. I will say that this pandemic has been good for one thing and one thing only, and that is I don't get to go into game shops and stare endlessly at the dice counters and just drool because... I do that far too often. There is this very cute comic shop in Chicago that my roommates and I go to occasionally, and every time I go in there, the dice counter is right there, and it is just so glorious. They have so many kinds of dice, and they're beautiful, and I've only bought two sets from them, which I think is very impressive and really shows how much restraint I have and also how very little money I have. Really, I think I like to go that it's personal inner strength and my inner warrior, but it's actually just the fact that I have, like, maybe $4, and I kind of wanted to get a McDonald's french fry, so gotta decide. Usually the dice wins out, but, you know, my wallet will forgive me eventually. But that is my dice tangent. Now, Tapioca doesn't really have the option of going out and buying dice. I would buy her dice for her, of course, but she doesn't really like to play D&D, she just likes to play with the dice, so maybe I'll invest in some D&D-shaped cat toys that I think she might enjoy. But no, she just likes to steal the dice and run away with them and put them under the couch, typically, so then the rest of us have to wrestle with her to get them away. And it honestly, it's a lot of fun. I think she's just trying to get into role-playing. She'd definitely be a good rogue. So honestly, I support her fully, and I think that she just needs to get better at expressing herself and her character so that she doesn't have to steal dice. And then once she has one and a set goal in mind, I will for sure be purchasing her an adorable calico set of dice, which I actually hope they... They have, someone's gotta make calico dice, right? That's very important to me as a person, and also tapioca as a person and a cat. Now, once D&D sessions are actually allowed to be held in person again, I'm sure she will be very happy because I think she has missed out on sitting in the middle of our table and hitting our dice and trying to steal our snacks, so honestly, I think she's missed out on it just about as much as I have, which is quite a lot. This has sort of turned into a D&D-themed episode, hasn't it? it started out as tapioca, and now it's just me lamenting over my lost D&D sessions. I will say we have been doing them online, and that's works out pretty good i've mentioned this before that it's really a good way to get back together with your friends and have something to do some online resources for you if you're looking to get started with d or d beyond which is the official source and then roll20.com which allows you to play D&D online it has little maps you can make and a video chat thing or audio chat or both I think it'd be kind of fun to play with just our video on, and we'd have to read each other's lips because I don't think any of us speak sign language. It'd be an interesting concept, but I digress anyway. So that's what we use typically. Of course, there are many resources online if you just look up D&D 5e 5th edition. There are lots of resources if you're looking to get started with you or your friends, or of course you can contact me. I would be more than happy to bestow upon you some of my Dungeons and Dragons knowledge, which is not super extensive, but it is filled with the ways to have the most fun because I think it is a grand game to play with friends, and now I'm just sitting here singing the praises of Dungeons and Dragons, so that just shows you where my priorities are. Cats, friends, Dungeons and Dragons. That's where I am at this point in my life, and you know what? I am proud of it. But I will close today, uh, I will close today's Ask Peyton segment with, once again, another requested cat story because you guys cannot get enough of them and I cannot get enough of sharing them. So, of course, if you have any more questions about tapioca or what she gets up to, you can email me at peyton, P-Y-T-O-N, at storyarkark.org. And if you are polite enough, I will for sure send you adorable pictures of her, if you ask. But back to my story. This just happened, so, of course, it is very recent and fresh in my mind. Fantastic. Well, when I record, Tapioca, of course, demands attention. And if she's not screaming at me to throw her Nerf bullet, she is terrorizing my desk space. Now, I love her. I love her so much, and so I, of course, happily let her tear up whatever she wants, and instead of just pushing her off my desk or gently setting her down, I just pause my recording and wait. Usually, in the meantime, I'll just edit together what I've already recorded so that I can just continue on when she's done with her little tirade, but tonight, she decided, no, no, she really wants my attention. She goes, mother, mother, please, please pet me. Give me attention. Give me belly rubs. No, I will not rest. I will not sit on your lap. I must scream and paw at everything and crinkle paper. Crinkle paper right next to the microphone, mother. So there she is, standing on anything in my desk that makes a noise and just sort of making general mayhem. It is very adorable because she is small and yelling at me in her little voice, but, you know, not exactly conducive to audio quality, so I just sort of let her go. At one point, I started recording it, and I would share the audio, but it kept peaking the microphone because she kept hitting it, and I wasn't really realizing that until I tried to listen to it afterwards, and it was just very loud popping sounds. So, unfortunately, that is a lost audio of COVID Operation I guess I could try to remaster it or re-record it and just do it from a distance then and shakily hold my microphone up to her like I usually do. That's how I record her voice lines. I've started actually using her instead of her sister because I felt like I wasn't being authentic and that she, as the beauty queen herself, would want her voice portraying herself. So now I just sort of shakily hold my microphone up to her and then she makes her noise and... It's perfect. Every time, 100%, she is golden at this. Now, I will say that I think when she is doing her tirades on the desk, it's just her form of being a co-host. Now, it is a very unique style, and I do appreciate the artistic integrity that she has. However, she does keep peeking the mic, as I've said. So, I think this weekend we will work together a little bit to see if we can find a style that both matches her artistic integrity and also keeps the mic safe. But, you know, we'll figure that out. Tapioca, do you have anything to say to defend yourself? I don't want this to be a one-sided talk. So, go ahead. You have the floor. Ah, uh, yes, I see. You're just so passionate about it. I can respect that. You're an artist, an artiste, and you're wonderful at it. Don't worry, we'll get back to work and we will train you in proper mic etiquette, my dear kitty companion. And when we return on Monday, she will be an expert on radio. So I guess I have a lot of training to do. I am a master now. So as her sensei, we must get to work right away. So I will leave you with that. good do you have anything you want to say before we go? Ah, yes, there we go. Some words of wisdom from her. Well, I will leave you with that, my dear listener. So thank you so much for tuning in. This has been COVID Operation. I've been Peyton Zignego. We will be back with you on Monday. So stay safe out there this weekend. I hope it is a fantastic weekend. Peyton and Tapioca, over and out.